Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones. And uh, first things first, right off the bat, let's talk about uh, what's coming up this week. Um, Few things, uh, as I mentioned in past episodes, I've been brought on as a producer for Game of Microphones at the Comedy Shrine. That's the Thursday comedy competition showcase that happens every week. Uh, This is the first week that I had a direct hand in putting together the lineup of comics. And I am very excited uh, for this this lineup that I, I've I've helped put together. Uh, some of my favorite people on the scene, all going to be uh, performing, uh, you know, and and like every game of microphones, they will be competing for you know crowd favorite uh, to be the best comic of the night. Lineup is as follows: Anthony LaPerry, King Kelly, Dan Brennan, Dara Oz, Matt Buck. Jeanette Mark and Ray Wisbrock. Uh, they are all going to be participating in the competition portion. And then uh, a local favorite, uh, someone who just absolutely crushes, uh, Jack Baker, is going to be headlining. So that's going to be one hell of a night. That is going to be this Thursday. Uh, if you are free, you should definitely come check that out. And again, it's the first one that I had a, a direct hand in putting together this show. So, you know, it, it, it means a lot to me. It's my first one that I'm, I'm really actively working on, aside from, you know, just hosting or, or you know, whatever behind the scenes. Uh, so, yeah, if, you, if you're free, you should come out. And then uh, Saturday, Tonkhouse Productions. Uh, that's got a lineup featuring myself, TJ Remick, Kyle Parks, Chris Montana, Too Skinny, and a live recording of the Audio Hot Sauce podcast uh, featuring Jay Garcia, Chris Carricker, and Matt Buck. Uh, Tonk House is Jay Garcia's, um, uh, that, that, that's his baby, that's his uh, house show uh, DIY scene kind of deal. This will be the third one that's run. I've heard great things about the ones in the past. Uh, hit up uh, myself or Jay Garcia or look for the event on uh, on Facebook for information about where it is and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's going to be on Saturday. Uh, so that's that's the upcoming events to check out. Um, Alright, what else we got going on? Last night was a wild night in the Chicago suburbs comedy scene. It was the, the first of what will ideally be uh, many possibly yearly, uh, it might be a yearly thing, um, the Identity Crisis uh, open mic. And what it was, was uh, all the comics on the scene who were able to attend picked other comics from the scene um, who, who were attending or game for it or, or whatever, and uh, did their material as them. So, uh, for example, I uh, did... Uh, King Kelly, um, you know, dressed like King Kelly, did her her material. Um, it was wild. It was so much fun. Uh, there were like 20-something of us who performed. And you could tell the people who picked people they knew, people they liked, um, you know, people they, they, were, they were very familiar with and, you know, did their material and, uh, uh, you know, really paid tribute to each other. It was a nice, 
it was a nice thing. It was one of the funniest uh, shows I've ever been to or been part of. Because, I mean, it was all... It was all humor for us, you know, it was for the comics, though uh, there were non-comics in attendance who uh, apparently still got a real kick out of it. Um, plus, I mean, the, the energy and, and the excitement and the entertainment was just kind of contagious, you know, everyone was just uh, just cracking each other up. Um, so it was, it was real fun, and I was really happy to be part of it. Uh, Chris Bongat hosted... Um, and and provided the the space for it, converting his basement into a, a little open mic uh, spot, complete with you know uh, exposed brick backdrop, uh, you know making a real classic comedy look, um, and then uh, uh, J R Castro, you know really helped orchestrate a lot of it and put it together. Um, it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I was so happy to be part of it. Uh, so many people just went up and absolutely killed. And it was fun watching the the reactions of the people who, you know, got uh, imitations and, and stuff done of them. Um, you know, because every now and then you'd look over and they'd be like, ah, yeah, that person got me. They nailed me. They got it. Um, but it was all done you know, imitation, sincerest form of flattery. And that was really the intention of it. You know, everyone was just really highlighting people they enjoy. Um, so it was great. It was a great night. And then everyone just hung out afterward. Um, the, uh, you know, it was, it was a party. It was a hangout. The snack table was ridiculous. They were like, it, it looked like a middle school, uh, you know, sleepover party where everyone got to pick the snacks they would bring. So it was just a table full of Oreos and then, uh, you know, assorted chips, uh, more Oreos, uh, some cake slices, more Oreos and a meat and cheese tray. Like it was, it was definitely, we were living in our, in our stunted adolescence a little bit. It was fun. It was, it was so much fun. Um, so yeah, I look forward to, you know, ideally we all get to do that again uh, at some point in the future. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on? That's the upcoming events, the things that just happened. Oh, my cat was here and is leaving. Bye, Kobe. Um, uh, yeah, what else? I don't know. I feel like... I was, uh, last episode I was, I was spilling dirt without spilling dirt, you know, about some things. Um, I'm glad I got that out. I feel like that was some negativity I just needed to release. I'm feeling a lot better this episode. Also just had a great night last night. That probably helps. Um, yeah. You know what? Let's talk about. Let's go to the, the recommendations portion, because I'm going to have thoughts. I'm going to have thoughts. Um, first things first, let's talk TV. Let's get this out. Uh, Big Little Lies Season 2 just just kicked off on HBO. Um, if, you've, if you've never watched, it's a... If you've got HBO, give it, give it a watch. Give it a ch- uh, check it out. I was hesitant at first uh you know my 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 partner my fiance Kayla uh she was like 
she watched uh, the first episode or two, or maybe watched the first season, and then wanted to watch it again with me. Um, and, you know, sat me down. I watched the first episode, and I was like, all right, this is just like rich white people problems. Like, that's all this show was. It's just rich white people in a rich white area doing rich white people folk things and, and being upset with each other and, and pettiness and whatnot. Um, and then you get a few episodes in and a few episodes in and a few episodes in. And it really starts to be, I mean, yes, it's still rich white people having rich white people problems, but it's so well acted and, you know, the, um, the interpersonal dynamics are the appeal. You know, it's it's watching these people toe-to-toe with each other because the cast is absolutely fantastic and such a, a highlight of, uh, uh, you know, uh, women actors um, who, you know, will often get short shrift, uh, you know, in, in Hollywood or whatever, especially as they age out of roles or you know, whatever, which there's all sorts of gender and age politics in Hollywood and shit. But this is something you can tell all, all the women who came together, uh, on this cast are delighting and working with each other and working and playing roles that are, you know, uh, close to, um, who they are as people in terms of, you know, uh, uh, not in terms of what they do, but in terms of like, they get to play, age-appropriate roles, they don't have to, you know, age up or age down or whatever, um, and they're all absolutely just crushing, it's Reese Witherspoon, uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, uh, Shailene Woodley, uh, Laura Dern, Zoe Kravitz, and this season added Meryl Streep to the lineup, so it's just an impressive, uh, show of, 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 force and skill acting wise like it's it's fantastic um and then other people who are on like uh adam scott's on it and uh now uh all right i don't want to spoil no shit in case you're gonna go back and watch season one um but uh other people who are on it uh, i was about to drop a bombshell and then i was like wait a second let's not we'll hold that up uh alexander skarsgård is in it who I've always been a fan of since uh, seeing him as Eric in True Blood. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's wild. So many great performances, just watching people toe-to-toe, just perform around each other. And uh, you get, you get wrapped up in the drama. It's, it's very, very drama. Um, But it's fun. It's a fun, pulpy, soapy kind of, but not like cheesy. Like, it's good. You should check it out. That's what I'm saying. Check out Big Little Lies. Season 2 just started. Speaking of Season 2s, I know I mentioned Pose Season 2 last episode. Um, Watch that, too. It's so good. It's so, so good. Uh, So, yeah. So, that's that. Um, Music-wise, a lot going on. Madonna's new album dropped. Uh, listen to it front to back. It's, um, it's good. It, it, musically, it's the most inspired Madonna has sounded in a long, long time. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, the, the best, um, 
yeah, it's the best she's sounded in in quite some time. Whether it I, that should be chalked up to the producers or, you know, she's got a lot of great features on the album. Um, so it sounds great. Lyrically, it's a little rough. I'm going to be honest. She's portraying freedom fighter Madam X is the, the role that she's embodying for this album. And it's a little... All right, Madonna's had some things that can be problematic, like her uh, taking from uh, less privileged communities and, uh, on one hand, embracing them, uh, but also just kind of taking them for herself and not sharing the wealth. Um, You know, she's had, for at least the past couple decades, a, a weird flirtation with, uh, like, Latin music, Latin culture. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that that first became really elevant in the, the Take a Bow music video, which was all about bullfighting. Um, her Spanish leaves something to be desired, as did her British accent for a while. Like, Madonna's, Madonna's a strange one sometimes. Um, but... One of the things with taking on this Madam X character, this revolutionary freedom fighter thing, is uh, she takes a lot of the um, plight of other people and says it, it's her plight, uh, which is maybe a little tone deaf. I don't know. Um, some of it just sounds funny coming out of her uh, out of her mouth. Um, so yeah, and speaking of pop stars and stuff that's meant as allyship but occasionally sounds a little tone deaf, uh, Taylor Swift dropped a new single as well. Um, uh, you need to calm down, which is it's a bop. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a, a solid poppy little bubblegummy little number, but it it conflates her haters and how they need to calm down with. Uh, people who are like anti-LGBTQ, etc., and how they need to calm down. And it's a weird uh, contrast in, in the two segments of the population that she says need to calm down. Um, and her, her name drops are a little ham-handed uh, just for sake of rhyme scheme. You know, instead of being mad, you should be glad, but glad being the, uh, the LGBTQ, etc., uh, organization that focuses on how, uh, people in, you know, gender and, uh, sexual orientation, uh, minorities are represented in the media. So it's like a weird, it's weird. It's a little hammy. Um, again, both, uh, Madonna's new album and, uh, T Swizzle's new fucking single, uh, they all jam, like they all sound great. You know, they have all the, all the money and all the production and all the, all the songwriting and everything in the world at their disposal. So they're, they're crafting good tunes. Um, but lyricism, maybe not so much, which is weird for Taylor Swift. Cause that was something, you know, when, when she was on the come up, what was always, uh, talked about was her ability as a, as a songwriter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see what her new album sounds like. It's this 
is a definite departure from the the darkness that she was embracing with uh, the Reputation album. Uh, apparently, this album is going to be just straight up bubblegummy pop, uh, which is cool. I mean, you know, there's definitely a place for that. Uh, I love me some some bubblegummy pop. Um, but yeah, so those are things that dropped recently. Um, something else that's going on uh, from a performer who's not got the kind of name cachet and mainstream clout is uh, this this cat, Dorian Electra. Uh, they are um, uh, gender fuckery at its best, um, performing uh, just all of the weird tropes of masculinity and its place in uh, modern culture on tracks like Daddy Like, flamboyant, man-to-man, career boy. And uh, Dorian Electra strikes a a very striking figure uh, in in video um, with a a pencil-thin John Waters mustache and and this this kind of drag king aesthetic. Um, It's uh, it's wild. The videos are really... Where it's at, and Dorian Electra is a, a very visual uh, performer as as well as a musician, and so uh, yeah. And in any of the the new tracks that are apparently going to be part of the the new album that's coming out at some point this year, I believe. Um, yeah, check out Dorian Electra all over YouTube and shit like that. Uh, a fun watch. Um, oh man. What else? What else? What else? That's songs. That's TV. Movies. Did I mention I saw Dark Phoenix? I can't remember if I talked about Dark Phoenix or not. I went and saw it in the theater. I've got a theory. Because um, Dark Phoenix wasn't bad. It was fine. It was a fine X-Men movie. Um, but I, I can't help but wonder if all of the bad press and all of the trying to bury this movie has something to do with the fact that now that Marvel has the rights, they just want people to uh, stop paying attention to X-Men as soon as possible so that they can reboot it without people being like, oh, why didn't you bring this actor back? Or, oh, I really like this character's arc. Or, oh, whatever, whatever. Um, So by making people dismiss... X-Men and make it as as quickly forgettable and out of the cultural zeitgeist as possible, uh, Marvel can then start rebooting that much sooner without people being, uh, you know, reluctant to, to buy in, uh, which I can't imagine anyone's going to be reluctant at this point. Marvel's track record is untouchable, it would seem. Um, but the movie wasn't bad, so yeah, I just wonder if if Disney and the House of Mouse uh, maybe pulled some strings to make people just bash the shit out of this movie so no one would go see it. I don't know. That I mean, that would be a real strange flex. Like, yeah, we're going to release this movie wide in all formats, IMAX and all that kind of shit, uh, but then try and make sure no one goes and sees it and make it bomb. Like, that... That'd be weird. That'd be weird. But 
Then again, uh, I don't know. I've never been in charge of a major studio that has purchased out almost all of their competition. So, you know, what do I know? Um, oh, man. What else? Uh, you know, let's just get to the tarot read. This might be a shorter episode, but there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm pulling once again from the lovely Omens deck by Keely L. Um, uh, it's such a... It's such a, a it's a it's a aesthetically pleasing deck i love the the pinks with the with the stark black and white uh design work on it um the uh the card i pulled for this episode is the knight of pentacles it's a beautiful card um got a kind of a a, a businesswoman uh pinup style like the the a uh, pencil skirt and you know suit coat and the whole thing with a, a black cat uh sitting on her shoulder uh very lovely card um for a less than lovely uh card in particular the knight of pentacles uh the knight of pentacles is a slog it's uh it's a card that's all about dull tedious work and diligence, and responsibilities, and stability, and all that kind of stuff. It's the, it's, it's the, the slog, the, the, the boring shit, um, but the shit that needs to be done. You know, it's, it's the day job, or it's the house cleaning, or it's the chores, or it's doing your laundry, or, you know, putting down down payments on things or investing or working on your savings. It's the, the adult shit. Um, so it sucks. Uh, not, not my, not my wheelhouse, but something that I need to, uh, if not embrace, I at least need to acknowledge and accept um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the flights of fancy and, and the, the fun stuff, you know, like all the, all the shows that I've talked about, either the ones coming up or, you know, last night's, uh, wave that I'm still riding high on from, uh, from the identity crisis, Mike and party and, and stuff like that. Like sometimes you just need to buckle down and do work. Uh, which is probably another reason this will be a shorter episode. Gotta, gotta clean the apartment, do a few chores, gotta pick up some, some food and shit for my dad for Father's Day this weekend, uh, going down to the cabin in Aquaca, Illinois, um, which is the, the middle of fuck all. Like, there's, there's, there's not a lot comparatively aquaca is a lot of uh not much it's just very very tucked out in the middle of nowhere kind of place that's why my dad retired out there to be tucked out kind of middle of nowhere he can farm and work on tractors and hunt and shoot guns and all that kind of stuff you know um uh, so yeah one thing they one thing they don't have out there is uh, Portillo's, so I've got to go on a on a Portillo's run and get you know get some Italian beef and and all that and uh, bring that down to the cabin. So, uh, so yeah, things to do today, you know. 
Never a dull moment. Never a break. Go, go, go. Always things to do. Um, so with that, I guess I'm going to leave you for this episode. Uh, thank you all for, for checking it out. Uh, hope you all enjoyed my little reviews of uh, some songs and some shows and stuff like that. And uh, like I said, do the... Do the hard work. Do the tedious work. You know, like the like the me, like the Knight of Pentacles requires. Uh, sometimes you got to do the the boring stuff so you can get to do the fun stuff. Uh, I'm off to go do little of both things. Uh, while I do that, y'all know what you need to do, which is keep that trash fire burning.